That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world with a new theme song. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. Episode 201, home of the new theme song. The new, it, can you smell, can you smell the new theme song? I smell the newness. S- smells, smells like, it smells like new car. And look, and look, episode 201, it's not a fresh start, but a new theme song feels like we should try it out. Try what out? Yeah, what, what are you talking about? Like a fresh start? You want to try a out a fresh, fresh start? A fresh start. A fresh start. Where one where one where Brian doesn't yell at me all the time. Oh. I did that was only like an episode or two ago. A fresh start. Stop saying stupid shit and I won't yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen nerds, it is time for our favorite segment where we take a look at the world of comics, see what's affecting TV, see what's affecting movies, but most of all, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. We have talked on this show extensively about uh, shoes that are made for the nerds and uh, purchased many of them and waiting for a few of them to come out. But Adidas has decided they want to get skin in the game and have released Avengers Endgame Edition shoes. I got to be honest, guys, these are really freaking nice. I like them Uh, a lot. Most of them are pretty fucking ugly. Really? Yeah. I have poor taste. bought shoes. Give me give me the Thor adidas the marquee ones um maybe the nick fury well the box is ugly yeah the box is terrible oh no i've got a real problem with shoes that are this no. extreme i mean they're very very they're, very they're yeah. loud no they're very you loud only shoes. wear them with certain clothes well like cosplaying i think really is the, only the nick fury ones will work the um, Nick Fury oh, ones because are fine. you're like all black guy but like those nick fury ones are the most plain ones there the i know the Thor X Adidas. The rest are loud. They're very awesome. No, no, no. Go down to the Thor. Go down to the, the Thor X. I'm ones looking at the really Thor good. ones. Those are not loud, dude. You you throw them no, on under a pair of jeans. They're perfect. Yeah, I'm good fine. with the Thor ones too. But like the the freaking Captain Marvel ones and oh. the Iron Man ones. No way. No freaking way. You like you'd have to be wearing a red shirt to pull off those Iron Man shoes. At least. Like I don't see any gold other way pants. The Black Panther ones are awful yeah i'm not i'm not a fan cj oh well i'm sorry that these, are, do that. these are not this is not a full main moment for you no, sir. No, you know here's the thing and i think i think brian you and i are both um biased because vans has done this so well oh, with not yeah. with not just the marvel property but also with star wars like yeah vans has done this so well and that, toy story and oh do they have a toy story do you, we talked about them on the show josh oh i don't but like, yeah, I've got, I have no idea what's happening with these Captain Marvel. Are they actually shoes? They look like I, I don't know. They look like toys. They look, yeah, they, they look like they look like a gear. like a like a Fisher Price toy. Are they are they like the spray on shoes that that, that, <laughs> that what's Flint his Lockwood name Flint Lockwood did in Cloudy the Chance yeah. People? Are they that? Because that's what they they look like spray on shoes. I see. I like the Captain America ones a lot. I like them. I don't know why. But now the. It, no, that, I'm sorry. Just, I was criticizing the Captain America ones, not the Captain Marvel ones. The Captain Marvel ones are slightly better. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh. they're low top. Like, 
See, the Captain Marvel ones look like they belong with like wheels on the bottom of them or skates. Zoom! Like I should, I yeah, should be able they, to skate with like Heelys. But like, I look, I can, I could pull those shoes off with like four different shirts. I so like, I'm, <coughs> I'm not totally out on those. The Nick Fury ones look l- literally like geriatric shoes. They look like <laughs> they I picked do. them up. Yes. At my orthopedist. Brian put a link, and the link is in the show notes. Brian also did send a link to us here for the Vans Toy Story ones. We did talk about these because they have Andy written on the bottom of them. Oh, yes. I Now so I we, remember. We did, we we did, did. talk about this. Uh, oh, and I remember that I was a very big fan of those brown ones. Yes, yes. The, woody, the woody shoes. The woody shoes. Okay, so swing and a miss. Not really, not really oh, something that's... No, I, no, well, not, the, not And really. the problem is that the Vans store at our local mall is so shit. Speaking... Of total shit and not good. Let's also talk about the world of TV and movies in screen to stream. And the reason I segue in that way is the trailer for Star Trek Picard just came out. And, you know, glad to see Patrick Stewart's working. He was making wine, sir. I didn't even bother watching it because I'm never going to see it. So. Well, it's CBS All Access, so I mean, right. you're automatically disqualified. Trailer right. didn't really do much. It was <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, voiceover, dramatic voiceover, yeah. vineyard. Hand touching things, bottle of wine, and then Picard face, and then you heard the next generation theme, and you were like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's a teaser, so I mean, like, it's not a trailer; it's a teaser. So I mean, yeah. like, it 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 teased. I don't know how this gets anyone excited. I mean, I, if you were excited by in Gladiator when he put his hand over wheat a whole bunch, I mean, this probably revved your engine. But oh I, yeah, I love that scene. I love made wheat. a show about Riker. <laughs> oh, I'd watch that. You what? He's on an island called Riker's Island. Mm, not actually a good started joke. on our honeymoon. I started a fight between two Trekkies because they were arguing between Kirk and Picard at the dinner table. Cause you know, you eat like all together. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, so without really even looking up from my steak, I just went, I think as far as leadership goes, they both pale in comparison to Riker. And I just kept eating. <laughs> Some men just went to watch the bed. Ben. And they went nuts. And it was awesome. I can see I you mean, doing in that. In all exactly. actuality, like, Picard has the better leadership quality. <laughs> just, I mean, just, I'm sorry. We just need to clear this up before just, we move on. I do just... need to make sure the official stance of that kind of nerd is that Picard <laughs> has better leadership qualities uh, diplomacy-wise. And if I, if I need someone to, to lead an army in a battle, I'm calling, I'm calling Kirk. Just saying. Yeah, if I want someone to sit in a chair and look old, I'll call Picard. Wow, he he does it well, and he makes decisions from that chair. He's good at making decisions. Sending red. I quote. I quote Picard at least once a day at work. Do you really? Yeah, because I have to explain to people that it's okay to screw up. Picard has a has a quote that is: "It is possible to do everything right and still lose." That is not um, that is not a sad. It's a fact of life, and then kind of walks away. That quote from Picard. I'm gonna find you a better quote. Mm, yeah, that's a dog shit what? quote. I'm gonna find you a better. You're leader. you're you're dog no. Shit you're a better leader. You're a better leader than that. I'm gonna find you a better. I, I have to start this next topic with a uh, with a sincere apology, listener. If you would, would you, would you kindly listener listener? If you could just uh, pull over real quick, just for a moment, just you need to have a little heart to heart. I'm sorry. I failed you. I was wrong. I don't know what I was thinking. I was irrational, maybe a little too emotional, and I wasn't ready to. To, to do this, I, I am so sorry that I sat on John Wick for so long. Sorry I just never went out to theaters and saw one or two when, it, when I was supposed to after everyone told me to do it. Because I sat down and watched one and two last week and then went to the theaters and saw three in IMAX. 
And holy fucking shit, is this movie freaking amazing. And I'm sorry for not listening to the constant barrage of, seriously, you should probably watch John Wick. Consternation. Hey, hey, it's getting ridiculous that you haven't watched John Wick yet. Oh, dear God, how have you not watched John Wick yet? I heard you, and I'm sorry. Okay? You've been quoting me this whole time. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. You and Paul. (laughs) Paul, I owe you an apology as well. All right? There you go. The hashtag sorry, not sorry is now come full circle. And it comes with good news. After the wild success of Chapter 3, we now actually have a release date. Not just confirmation, but a release date for Chapter 4, May 21st, 2021. I want this movie to, to be like we were talking about with, with the Transformers and with Fast and Furious Give me movies. all the John Wick. Just keep, just keep yep. cranking them out. Just never Give stop making John Wick movies. All of it. I, I, I will say this. I don't think I will see Chapter 4 in IMAX. Yeah, I didn't get anything. The audio was overdone. See, the problem for me was the picture. It wasn't shot in IMAX, so it was still sitting at a different aspect ratio with the black bars on the top uh, and yeah, bottom. It was still letterbox. And yeah. not taking up the full screen. So that, why? I, I why, didn't have a problem with do? that. I didn't have a problem with that. I had a problem with the audio, like the uh, specifically gun and explosion audio not matching the voice. It was okay. so much louder and over amplified. That it was disconcerting. Uh, I actually, I on that fact of IMAX, we've had several debates amongst ourselves, even on the air, about what is the big deal with IMAX? How come it's so much better? It only does this. It only does that. It's a great video about how you actually like take a film and make it IMAX and how long it takes. I'm gonna throw it in the show notes if you're mildly interested. Uh, please go go watch the video. Uh, and for those yeah. of you who are not, uh, it's kind of useless. And you won't care. a movie a movie that's made for IMAX, really really well made for IMAX, is amazing. I mean, truly amazing. And and I will cite every Avengers movie as one of those movies mm-hmm. because they are they are made for IMAX and, video and audio. This movie, not so much. Um, chapter three was amazing. It was really good, but don't go don't go to IMAX. I mean, please it's, don't it's, waste your extra two dollars or whatever. Or or if you have the A list, like it's not worth the it's not worth sitting in a in a in a movie theater where it's it's not made for it, so you're not getting anything extra right. out of it. it yeah, right. Just just I would I would save your time for it. it. It was a lot of fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. Just like it's it's not necessarily an IMAX movie. I found it to be too loud. But see the movie. Yes. And we all agree to see John Wick see three. Every, all no, no. Uh, we can agree to see every John Wick all the time. Okay. Till the end of time. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure our message is clear. Chapter yes. four. Chapter don't be five. CJ. Don't be a CJ and wait on this. Go do it now. Oh, we that's a t-shirt Wick. right there. Don't be a CJ. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds sounds right. Speaking of Speak- A-list. Hey, you took my segue right out of my mouth. Speaking <laughs> of A-list, AMC's A-list has now hit 800,000 members becoming the number one subscription movie ticketer. That word ticketer, whatever it is. Uh, well, I miss the good old days of movie bu- of of movie pass having large numbers like this, but God is a list so much better. It really is. Uh, listen, if you have the opportunity, if AMC is you in your all area, welcome. Yes, if a wait a minute, no, I told you to. You sign didn't up. create no. this. You didn't. Uh, I told no, you no, no, to no, sign no, no, up. You you didn't. Yeah, I was first to sign up, and then I told you to sign but, but, up. Okay, but we were all was, we were all in agreement that if an actual movie theater did something like Movie Pass, that would be more interesting than Movie Pass. Um, yes. Josh and I were in agreement. CJ was on no, like, no, no. I, movie pass I was going to write. Oh God, he here agreed. we go again. Let's- CJ agreed. Yes, he hung on to Movie Pass too long, and we can forgive him for that. However, comma, we all agreed that 
MoviePass was probably a platform from which the larger theaters would learn. Yes. And do something better. And I wanted to bankrupt that fucking company by going to as <laughs> many movies as possible. The cheap bone in me said, I've already paid for the year. So go until they go like, Jesus Christ, man, can, can I just, can you like take a break? I'll come to your house and tell you about the movie if you would just stop going to the movies. And then I jumped on a list and I was like, oh, now I can't see movies. I cite Skyscraper where we went to go see Skyscraper and I had to pay money for it because there was no a list at the time. And movie pass didn't work. But listen, if you have the opportunity to do one of these things, I know Alamo Draft House has one. Uh, I think uh, Regal has something similar to this. Uh, sign up. Regal has a club. There, there's. It's not a ticketer. Okay. Well, sign up for these services. They're fantastic. AMC's and, the big dog. And for all of the other ones that have come out, because there was Cinemia. Everyone remember I uh, talked about. Wait, can I wait can, the, for the, one the, second? If yeah. you're gonna. And also, if you're going to sign up for A-List for the 20 bucks a month that it costs, and you can go to see up to three well, movies. 25 now. Okay, whatever. Select markets, but yes. Uh, and you can, go, you can go to see three movies a week, right? But just, I mean, if you do that math for a second, and you go to see three movies a month, you're ahead of the curve. Yeah, Pays absolutely. for itself. Pays for itself. And, 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 you're actually, and you're actually making about five bucks on that deal. But here's the thing. You need to pay... The fifteen bucks for the premiere, you get it now with a list. You get it with a list. Get it with a list. Why am I paying separately? I, we talked about this. We talked. We I, are you having amnesia with this show? We've had these discussions. Yeah, I may have had a stroke. I'm smelling eggs and oranges. Is <laughs> just, that normal? Because you were just like, oh, that's weird. I should probably look into that. Thanks, guys, for letting me know about that. Now we flash forward to months later. How come I'm still paying for this? Anyway, we don't know. Here's the thing: getting the premiere. The AMC premiere list thing means that you get to skip all the pets. Gotta tell you, coming into Endgame, watching the line and concessions and the, the premium line, and they're going, I'll help the next premium. And I just walk past the guy who was waiting for 30 minutes to get the popcorn. Super. And angry. I look at it, and I'm like, this is, it's like 15 bucks. What the fuck yeah, are you it's doing? It's $15 a year. Story. Yeah. This is my story that I told when I went to see Ant Man the Wasp. Oh, the everything. Same. Oh, is everything always about you, Brian? <laughs> yeah, it is actually. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. I've been telling you. No, I told you guys about the, the, the Dude, the I signed I up you, for pre, for premiere as I, soon as you told me to. I, I signed up for a list as soon as you told me to. So, I, like, I had premiere with with my movie pass. It was fantastic. We're we're, we're all on the same page, and we all love looking down at the peasants. Yes, yes. Like we're the three record shop guys in high fidelity. That's about right. That's a, oh god! Does that make me John Cusack? No, fucker! That makes me John Cusack. Get okay, the fuck I, out of I, here. Oh, then I'm definitely Jack Black. Wait, then who am I? The the, no, the other guy. Great. He doesn't even the have a fucking name. The other guy that's not John Cusack okay. or Jack Black. The guy who doesn't have a fucking You're name. You're Dick. Right. No, that's Dick. Great. All right. That's his no. name. Okay. Dick. All right. What's well, was the actor's name? Yeah, no one you, knows. Okay. But you get with uh, what's her name from Roseanne? Uh, yeah, oh, uh, Darlene. Okay. Yeah, at least there's something in it for me. Anyway, sign up for a list. Yay. Brian, there's something on the show that you brought up last week that we don't get to talk about very often, uh, and that's video games, right? And, and all oh, that I thought fun it was stuff. Ponies. Uh, we also don't talk about ponies, and I don't. We should you, talk about hey, ponies. Hey, I am not open enough about my broniness yet. I really don't appreciate you outing me. I didn't my say my love. little pony, just ponies I, but in general. You, I, my little, little brony. I fucking read it between the lines. I knew what you were getting at. My little pony, my you, little. You guys pony. are my little bronies. Oh, thanks, Josh. Ugh, I, I think I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> Anyway, video So there's games. a new Mortal Kombat game that's out right now, Ryan. Right? Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, yeah. Extremely popular, doing very well. 
Yes, it has been. And they're using this as a source material for a new Mortal Kombat movie that will Fine. be start filming this year. Fine. Every Mortal yeah. Kombat movie has been entertaining. Every Mortal Kombat movie has been entertaining? There's both, only been both, two, two feature both. length. Both have been entertaining. The first one was great. The second one was entertaining. <laughs> okay. The web series was actually way better. So, yeah. Okay. This, this I mean, this, this concept makes more sense now with the technology where it is. Why the heck not? So explain the concept, though. So what, what is different about this movie than all the previous stuff that we've gotten before? There'll be more violence. Yeah. More it's gory the, the, violence. The supernatural qualities of Mortal Kombat did not work well in the 90s. No, and not only that. You know what? I just want to see a movie about a fighting tournament. Can we just do yeah. that? More importantly, um, I'm not talking about the cons. I'm just talking about the, the fact that there's wizards and, and demons and things. Wait, that is this going to have Shang Tsung? I don't know. We don't know uh, yet. We, we, we don't know that part. He's the only wizard. It's just it's starting to film this year, so we'll probably get the movie by 2021. I want them to be like Kickboxer or Bloodsport. You know what I mean? Like that would be them, sweet. I want to be like a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. But you know, like I wanted, I wanted to be uh, like tongue in cheek, like have a little fun with it. Like yeah, this definitely needs to have be, that mixture. Be yeah, like, it can't be, be so heavy that it's, it, it's got to be like it's got to be like a uh, Kill Bill, like insanely okay. violent but like little tongue-in-cheek about it like you know blood squirting out of you know uh, head stumps type thing and well let's make it let's just let's settle let's not say kill bill because tarantino let's settle I'm, on like kickboxer i'm saying tarantino well, the tarantino feel of kill bill is what this movie needs to be not saying it has to, it's gonna be as good or it has to be that way so basically when i chop off an arm very, i should see a big pool of blood oh, it just never uh, right blood, it was very over spatter. the top it okay. was very like the 88 homage-y. right the 88 right, scenes so not yes. you're not talking about all right you're not talking about the same level of tongue-in-cheek comedy no, 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 as no, no, Kill no. Bill. you're talking about the campiness of the blood the yes. campiness yes the and 70s martial arts type feel that's what made the first one good with, with the exception of the fact that there wasn't a ton of blood but it was campy it was it was kind of yeah. over the top it was funny Christopher like, Lambert right, Raiden was awful. I'll go along, and we loved way. it. All right, yes. all right, I can get behind that. And uh, director James Wan, who did uh, Furious Seven, oh, he's Aquaman. doing this. He is producing the film. He's producing. Oh, that doesn't that mean nothing. No, no, it means no. he's. It means he's eating the food on set. Yeah, he, no, I was gonna say. I thought he would throw a little more money and a little more weight behind it, so maybe we could like okay. enjoy. Some he got sadness. a couple people involved, and then That's he ate saying. the food yes. on set. Okay, tell me, tell me who the director is, and we, then I don't I'll, think we, I don't think we have. Do we have a director? Uh, okay, well, that's a problem. Do I need to look it up? No, I gotta look it up. If they're gonna start filming this year, they better have a freaking director. Simon McCoy. Never heard of him. Game-related projects. He directed a fun PS3 ad, guys. <laughs> oh, is that All the right. one where they did the, uh, it's such a perfect day. Oh, my day. God. I'm I think feeling it is. less okay with this. Yeah, far less okay. Uh, but maybe it'll be good? I mean, hey, who knows? You know, I mean, Tim Miller was just doing nothing but uh, video game director jobs and uh, commercial video game commercial directions before Deadpool. So who knows? All right. All right. Well, you know what, then since we're talking about movies that you know, we're kind of on the fence about, I have some shocking news. I mean, just utterly, utterly shocking. I need you to prepare yourself, listener. Oh, my God. If you if you've already if you're still pulled over, thank God. <sighs> Guys, Sonic the Hedgehog has been delayed. Like oh, a full six months, though. They're they're delayed wasn't it, to. Wasn't it going to be June? 
I thought it was coming out in like it's supposed to come out in November. November, and now it's February right, so fourteenth of twenty twenty on Valentine's Day, guys. Take your significant other to go see a blue hedgehog that collects rings and loop. Oh, he doesn't do that. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, a blue hedgehog. I mean, surprise! Like we we like we knew this was coming. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been pretty shitty about this. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, right. because the Sonic done could a look shit job at marketing it. Sonic could look exactly like Sonic. I still don't know if I would be like, yeah. I mean, Jim Carrey. So like, I'm there, and don't just don't at me, okay? Just yeah, it's everyone. not even really about how Sonic looks. It's just they've done a shit job of marketing it. The trailer was garbage. Like the, the, like if the, they did de- de- Detective Pikachu level animation for Sonic and really gave it the good treatment and, and it just I would really sold me on on that part. I'd still be going. But the but the okay, I don't know. So I mean, they lost me when they started playing Gangsters Paradise over their trailer. Oh, it's a trailer. You know that they, company that's in charge of the movie isn't in charge of the trailer. You know that, Brian. It, it, yeah, but you know what? The studio hires that company. No, and they, they, no, no, it's a bidding war. And say who will do it for the least amount of money? And this company so goes, good. we will. And they're like, you got the job. They don't so care good. about what you're gonna do. So you good. and you what, Brian? You know better. You know better than that. I I'm not gonna let that know fly. better, but I'm also sleepy. <laughs> it doesn't get you off the hook, brother. There is one more topic that we have left to discuss for screen to stream, and that is a new show that is coming to Netflix called The Chef Show. Uh, and seeing that is based off the movie Chef, and it stars a chef, and also has people who were in the movie Chef. I figured we would have a chef on here to talk about it, ladies and gentlemen, friend of the show, Craig Newcomb. Yay, Craig! Hello. Craig, nice to have you on the, the main show again. Uh, Craig actually is uh, recording our Game of Thrones coverage uh, that we'll be releasing this week as well. So I figured I'd bring you on for this segment, too. I hate to correct you, but I'm kind of passionate about this. I was never a chef. I was always a line cook. That okay. I just happened to go to school, but I've never claimed that title of chef. And I don't think people should that have not been an actual chef. OK, that I, is, I, I, I agree completely. That is a good distinction to make. And as a layperson, I am sorry for not making the distinction. Uh, let's lay the, the premise of the show. Um, you guys have seen the movie chef. Can you kind of just kind of tell people who haven't seen this great movie? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on here? Ode to food and it, chefs. It's, it's not and it. And it's, and it's a, it's a coming of age tale for both. Uh, well, I think, I think for three people, but primarily this guy learns how to be a dad. Mm-hmm. This kid, um, promotes his father, but learns how to have a relationship with him. And then you've got the the John Leguizamo story of developing into an amazing sous chef, like overnight, it seems. But this movie, like, I can't tell you how much I love it. It's it's a great story to watch, mm-hmm. and it's like a, it's it's redemption, but not like revenge. Like the dude finds himself, right? And it's that whole story. But Craig's absolutely right. The food scenes. Whew, I don't want to spoil anything, but there was a scene where he cooks a meal that he intended to cook and he didn't get to cook the way he did it. It was scored perfectly. The music playing when he was doing it. It's one of the coolest scenes I've seen in a movie involving food. And what's really cool about it from from, you know, the the outside of it is John Favreau spent a lot of time working with chefs being he trained with Roy Choi. He trained with like one of the most famous food truck chefs. In the world, in the world, period, and learned how and and learned this craft and learned just how important it was and how things need to take time. So the premise of this show is he got people together from the movie Chef, but also his amazing connections uh, right. throughout Hollywood. So uh, in the trailer, Tom Holland, right, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, you're going to see Gwyneth probably, Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. You're going to see a lot of Avengers fam 
uh, kind of pop up in there and kind of turn it into an uh, interview slash conversation show that's surrounding food. And, While they cook together. Yeah. Uh, there's a beautiful scene uh, that I, I really thought was cool. And, and Craig, I think you can elaborate on this with Tom Holland and an oyster. Getting to witness someone eating an oyster for the first time. I, I don't have words for that. <laughs> and Tom Holland's like, it's, oh, is that? Well, because it's, so it's either it's it's either going to go really, really well or really, really poorly. <laughs> they're going to go, oh, that's not in a shell or what? oh, this is delicious. They're like, they're like, just yeah. So you just shoot it back. You just shoot it back. And Tom Holland's are chewing it like, oh, no, it's really no, good. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> and I'm, I'm watching him going, oh, like maybe one, maybe one mash and get it down there. But like he's one bite there, swallow. He's sitting there chewing it up, man. So that was. And and that's not that's not my favorite part. My favorite part is like my actual goddamn hero is on this show. David Chang makes an appearance mm-hmm. and he's like uh he's a super young entrepreneur. He's considered the the best at what he's done. He's he's pioneered um Korean food. Didn't he do Ugly Delicious on Netflix? He did Ugly Which, He did Ugly Delicious and Mind of a Chef. Stop what you're doing. Go watch Ugly Delicious. Ugly Delicious is a fantastic show. And Roy Choi made an appearance yes, there as well. Yes. Um, but like this dude is an absolute legend in his field and mm-hmm. he's so young. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the other thought I saw Bill Burr popped up. Oh, Bill Burr cracked me. The, I'm here because I saw you cook that <laughs> grilled cheese in a food truck. <laughs> yeah. And then um, they have, they they have, I guess, more footage of his, the episode of Binging with Babish where both of them were on it, uh, which is just a hilarious scene. I highly recommend you check out the YouTube channel. But it just, okay. it seems to have such a variety of people and different scenarios. It's not just the same thing. They're either sitting down at a, you know, a lovely dinner, having uh, at a lovely table in a restaurant, having dinner, or they're in the kitchen cooking. Nobody, like, nobody makes cooking shows, food shows like Netflix. Nobody. Well, here, here's my hope for this show. And Netflix does a great job with cooking shows, but there isn't a show that revolves around the conversation that happens during the, the evening. No. Right. And no, I hope not. that's what this is. It's conversation about the food, maybe how it was prepared, but I'm less concerned with how it was prepared and the conversation they have during the food and about the food, not the preparation of the food. I said food four times in that <laughs> sentence. So maybe maybe Craig when it's uh when when we've we when we binge watch the show and it's over, maybe you know you and I and CJ record a few minutes on it just just wrap, like sort of wrapping up our thoughts and 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 elaborating on things that we loved. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm just the guest list or, or appearances are phenomenal, and and I really think that just like you guys said, Netflix does a great job with food shows. Uh, maybe only on par with Top Chef, which I actually think is is a pretty damn good uh, food show. So June, you se- need to, you need to watch a Chef's Table. You need to oh, watch, I have Chef's Table. Watch incredible Street, street mm-hmm. Food, which is brand new. Excellent. You need to watch all these things. Yeah, I've watched several times Ugly Delicious, especially the episodes around pizza. And there's um the one where he he explores Vietnamese food, especially down in Texas. Oh, just it's incredible. Uh, he's my hero. David Chang's my absolute hero. Fantastic. And also, if you haven't been to Momofuku, like he was the the guy that encouraged um what's her name to open Milk Bar. Like I mean, he's not just an entrepreneur. He he was a true leader. Mm-hmm in his in his in his space and he's promoted all these people uh and brought them with him and and made them great it's un it's unreal he's my hero uh to go back on chef though i just want to point out it came out the same time as burnt did 
Burns a horrible piece of shit. <laughs> no, chef. you stop it. You stop it. It's just more of a rom-com than it is about the food. Right? They sold it as a food movie. It was they, not a food movie. It, it was, was a rom-com. More, they they you marketed know, you know it directly what? as, are you a chef? You'll fucking love Burns. All right. All right. All right. I'm not going to, I'm I'm not going to allow anyone to, to badmouth uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. But what I will say is if we're, if we're naming other food movie, movies at this point, Everyone should stop what they're doing and watch the hundred foot journey. Oh God! I think I told you about that, Josh. Did you I? You did, and it's unbelievable. It's my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all times. It's so good. All right, so the Chef Show coming out on Netflix June seventh. Hopefully, it's all at once as Netflix does it. We're not doing a a weekly thing. Uh, can't wait to binge it. Come back and talk a little bit about it. Thank you, Craig, uh, for coming on talking about the trailer because I know Brian has no interest in it. Uh, and if you want to hear more about Craig and his uh, thoughts on Game of Thrones, tune into our Game of Thrones spoiler cast. It'll be coming out uh, just in a few days. Uh, check it out right here on the main feed. Thank you so much for stopping by, Craig. Appreciate it. Anytime. All righty. Well, now let us get the show back on the road and let's turn around to my favorite hobby where I go around the Internet. I find the weird. I find the obscure. And then I ask these two gentlemen for their tech perspective. Mm-hmm. Um... So a few months ago we were talking. Wow, super. Ooh, it's depressed. Tech Sleepy modem. Ooh, I, I don't think that's dialing. I think it fell asleep. Wake up! It's got sleep apnea. You got to be careful with it. Oh wow! Tech perspective. Oh god, that was violent. That was angry. I don't like that. Hey guys, remember Ouya? No, you don't. That's I do actually, actually remember Ouya. Do. do you I guys? Absolutely do. Wasn't that I, yes. like the open source uh, console? Because I remember. Here's why I remember. Because I remember. You were so excited about this. We, I just the, thought it was the bunch of us, when they announced it, like in 2012 or early 2013, I don't remember, but it was like, I think it was 2012 at CES. Uh, I remember the bunch of us talking about it at work. Right. Yeah. And being super excited about it. And then it released and we all went, oh, no, no, (laughs) no, no, not at all. So what began as a Kickstarter, which then became a smash hit, is, uh, well, uh, surprise, surprise, shutting down, guys. And it's shutting down for good on June 25th. It was an Android powered uh, gaming console that was like, hey, screw you having to buy a PlayStation and have fancy shit running inside of it. How about a mobile operating system that has Google Play and no app store availability and really good games? Oh, this is actually a really bad idea. Uh, it went to Best Buy. It became uh, can, something you could buy. Nobody bought it. Uh, but by and large, the games and the console will stop working uh, after the, the cutoff date. That's right. I want to ref- I want to say that again. The games and the platform will stop working after the cutoff date. How does that happen? Because it's a server-based console. It needs to constantly be updated. That's the problem with, I was, you know, just reading an article about, that's the problem with just modern gaming in general, is that if there is any sort of online-only mode, like, eventually, they're going to stop supporting that, and it's completely useless. Razor, you can't play Halo 2 anymore unless you're just playing the three-hour campaign. All right. Razer acquired their software assets back in 2015, and that's kind of led to this spiral of, hey, Razer's like, I'm, we're not hosting this shit on our servers, are we? We are? How much are we paying for this? That's huh. ridiculous. So uh, shutting down. So if you are a fan of Android TV and its gaming uh, ambitions, uh, I mean, I guess there's Stadia, but I mean, like, oof. 
I mean, good luck with that. So yeah, who knows what that's going to look like. So let's talk about some some other gaming uh, hardware, which unfortunately I think is just doomed to fail, but it's really interesting. So there's a software company called Panic. All right. They're known for being really just kind of wacky. All right. They do a lot of iOS apps and uh, and uh, Mac apps. They've made two games. One of them is called Untitled Goose Game. Just just look at the screenshots and you'll laugh. Another one is actually a really popular game called Firewatch. It's available on Mac, PC, PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One. Uh, this is a really well-known software company that primarily deals with Mac and iOS. Well, they just hit an anniversary and decided that what they were going to do was make their own handheld gaming system. Now, what you'll notice about it, if you look at the the, the, uh, the show notes, is it looks like a little Game Boy, except for one little thing. It's It's got a crank built into it that's part of the games. Like a bop it? Like, go look at the show notes. Like, like a crank, like a twisting reel. Bop it, crank it, smack it. I mean, bash pre- it. Pretty much. It's got a. It's called Playdate, right? So it's a, this is this is Panic! Exclamation point at the disco? No, mark? not this is before they went to the disco. No, it's when they were just Panic. It's just panicking. So they're, they're just panicking into nothingness right now. Well, why does this have a crank? Am I am I fishing? Am I fishing? Here's the hook. Here's the thing that they're gonna do it. Every Monday, they're going to release 12 games for this handheld console. That is your play date, hence the name of the product. And what happens? On the ne- on you got to keep Monday. it for like you got to you got to you, you keep those games going. It's almost like a subscription. Hey, every every Monday you get these 12 games to play and they cycle and they work through it. And then you get to play it for a week or two and then they swap it out and they, they kind of do something like that. They have a lot of indie developers who are uh-huh. known for making games on PlayStation and Xbox, uh-huh. developing their games for it. Uh-huh. I don't think this is something you should buy. I don't think this is something you should invest in. I think this is something that would work out really well for like a Nintendo or a, a Sony to do a, hey, subscribe to the service and get a shit ton of games on a certain date, and then they pull out in and out of rotation. This is a they video game system sh- with the handheld. a screen the size of a credit card. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That you have to pay $150 for? I mean, you don't have to. I would recommend not buying it, but yes, it is $150. Right. I'm saying if you want this thing, yes. right? it's, I mean... It's like you put your credit card on top of a Wii controller, basically. <laughs> or like, yeah, like a little Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but slim, right? right? Like it'll fit in your pocket. Um, uh, but $150? Listen, this is, it's got a crank, which I just also thought was super weird about that. Well, that's that. for the fishing game. I mean, hopefully, who knows? That's to reel fish into your <laughs> boat. <laughs> I would hope so. The thing is this. They they this company knows that this is not their bread and butter, right? This is just a weird goofy project that they made and the people who like this company are going to buy these things just just because uh but Brian, you you brought up a point when I said, "Hey, Nintendo or someone should do this." To which you said, "They already do that." Uh but I'm 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 saying, when was the last time we actually saw someone come out with a handheld video console that wasn't Nintendo that worked? What do you mean? The PSP and the PS Vita both worked. Not but like, but like, neither like they weren't popular, but they were the just PSP fine. or the Vita or the 2DS or 3DS is uh, this slim, blah blah blah. But they also all have bigger screens, right? So, like, and I don't more know. processing power and the capability of playing right. that's right. More so, there's a give games. and take there. I Absolutely. guess, I guess, what the answer we want from you since you want to talk about the gaming stuff is, oh, do I? 
is this in any way viable? Or is this a model no. that another company can steal and make it better and improve and iterate on it for a handheld console? I don't like the model. The, my, my point is, I said they already do that because there is a subscription service that both Microsoft and Sony have. All you do is take that service and, right. and put it on a handheld system. But I can I can subscribe to PlayStation now. What handheld right now. system are you putting that on? That's what I'm saying. Your switch I'm not doesn't saying count. I'm putting it on anything right now. Like the only, the only does viable count, portable foremost. gaming systems at this point are the Switch and the 3DS and the 2DS. Right. Like yeah. Beyond that, there's nothing viable. Do you think the market is, is basically what I'm asking is, do you think that there should be more handheld competitors to Nintendo? And do you think if they came up with a, a system like this, and if it was not just a credit card screen and black and white, do you think this could maybe be something? Could there be something behind this idea, just not this iteration, not this product. Sub question to can they do something is how do they mitigate the incredible loss of their users to Fortnite on iPad? Like how? How? I don't think this model is viable. I think Nintendo has completely cornered the market. And first and foremost, Nintendo has Nintendo has pretty much figured out the handheld system with the Switch. Like anything else that gets released by any other company is going to have to follow that model. This model does not work. I don't think the Switch works. You don't. Do you have a Switch? No, because the games suck. Not true. Not 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 the Nintendo games. The third party games. Not true at all. There's plenty of third party games that are good on it too. Um, But that's neither here nor there. And more importantly, who the hell cares if this compares to Nintendo? This shit doesn't compare to my iPhone. <laughs> That's true. Touche. So basically what we're saying is, hey, listen, if you're going to make a handheld gaming system, you're, if your name's not Nintendo, just just stop. Just don't just don't waste don't waste your time. It's not happening. It's not something that we should do. If Apple came out with a handheld console that could run iOS games but had tactile buttons and stuff on it, you don't think that would be a, a viable strategy to maybe give a little Nintendo a little bit of a... Shaking in their boot syndrome. You know what had tactile buttons, CJ? The BitBoy I was supposed to receive. <laughs> yes, I was actually upset about this, and I even reached out to 9to5toys. Josh, you received a, an email uh, the, the other day that said, hey, your order's been canceled, and we're refunding you your money. Here's your money, fuck off. Okay, bye. And I'm like, where's my Game Boy? Yeah. I mean... Where is it? Did I mean, you didn't get any more details. Did, I, mean, I couldn't Zero. find any, did you? Zero detail. I have shared with you, uh, which I think you've put in the show notes. I've shared with you, and I, I'm sure you posted on social media, what came to me, which was a very uh, here's your money back for no reason type of. Do I have to play a reverse ka sound now? Let me see if I can do that. Hey, all right. That worked. Okay, cool. So that That goes off the list. If they came back though tomorrow and said, "Hey, we can do, we can do it now. We can do it now." Would you would you go for it? Yeah, I'd buy it again. Why? Like, why wouldn't I? I, I, I don't know. Uh, the other part too, and and Josh, I know you will definitely have a lot to say about this over Brian. Lenovo actually showed off the world's first quote unquote foldable PC. And when I hear foldable now, all I think about oh man is the Samsung Galaxy Fold and how oh, awful. Oh, that triumph? That triumph of a device <laughs> you mean, that they've... You mean the one that uh, Best Buy was like, hey, we're canceling all pre-orders for it, and at and like, we don't know one. when. We don't know when it's coming. No one knows. It was um, already supposed to be out. Look, it looks really interesting, though. I mean, uh, there's a video here in the show link, in, uh, in the show notes to The Verge's uh, I, 
hands on with it. It's pretty interesting. I, I have a foldable PC. It's called a MacBook. <laughs> All PCs fold. It folds. Um, and then when I want to use it, I unfold it and then I use it. <laughs> but that's a clamshell, um, Josh. This look, is here's different. The thing. I do not want I do not want a touch screen right now. Well, Josh, folds. just carry a full size Bluetooth keyboard and you're good to go. Right, right. That's, just put it in your bag. All the space, all the space that you're saving by not having a big, you know, laptop that you can fold the into processing it. Power just of a put MacBook. a. Right, you're right. Just put yeah. a. Yeah, I'll put this piece of shit and a foldable. A and a, and a, oh, also a foldable keyboard. Right. I'll put yeah. that in there. Uh, that'll be great. I, I'm Nothing just thinking. Break. When I'm when I'm watching Westworld and I'm watching Minority, I'm not watching Minority Report, but when I did, and you see those foldable. You know, keyboard. I, you see those foldable computers and tablets things. This off, is kind Minority of what, Report is a great movie. This is it is, but it. I'm just. I, I mean, when was the last time you sat down and watched Minority I, Report? I don't have a problem. actually not that long ago. I don't have a problem with the foldable technology. Um, I think I think you're causing undue stress on a screen, which will eventually obviously wear and tear, and then cause performance issues and another thing. But more importantly, like. Why would I fold my my thing in half and use half of it as a keyboard? That's the most idiotic. Thing yeah, they have I've like, hey, seen. you don't have the keyboard. Open it up the other way, and then now it's like an you L shape. You can't type on that. And then you, type. there's no way you can. Well, type listen, on here's what I'll say, Josh. When you're talking about the kids playing the kids, listen to me, Jesus Christ, hello, fellow youths. When you were talking about kids playing Fortnite on the iPad, you should see the level right in which they're playing. It's better than some people play on a console or even people that play on PC. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So younger people can totally do that. No problem. I think, unfortunately, I'm above that age gap where I'm proficient. Yeah, those in are the same the freaking demon children who play on jungle gyms in the movie theater. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's they true. go in there with their iPads and they hang on the jungle gym and play Fortnite and smoke cigarettes. Freaking <laughs> so, hooligans. <laughs> so this is the next ThinkPad, right? This is a this is a Lenovo ThinkPad, believe it or not, with the screen on it. I think it's a great first step, but like I like I just, I don't know. I, I have thoughts about it, but I I just don't I just don't know. I would like Listen, one. I, until, I don't know if I'd ever until, use it. Until screens are almost completely fluid and you can truly fold them in half without affecting like a crease, anything like that, plus um a capacitive touch screen that's gonna continue to respond in the middle section right. after you've folded it a bunch of times, plus no tactile response whatsoever on the keep like Right. I just I got a bunch I got a bunch of issues. Well, obviously, and, and maybe and maybe it's because I am an old man on this podcast. I think the other part too is this goes into the rule of technology that I think we all have, which is never buy first gen. Right? Just don't right. buy. Yeah. Just don't yeah. buy the first of something. If it's oh, you brand got the VCR with the wood striping around it. That was a good purchase. Uh, does I mean honestly, like the the first iPhone, the iPhone two G. Don't buy that phone. It, it it only had two G. It wasn't subsized. It didn't have a, a, the capabilities to even do copy and paste and video and s and MMS. No pictures. Yeah, no right? SMS. So I mean, like, listen, it, don't buy first gen. Um, but I, I think that this has this has legs. This is something that that could this, that it will be. I mean, honestly, the new normal and and maybe five or six years, but yeah, as soon as we have hoverboards, this thing will be fine. (laughs) It's just interesting to see where it's going on, on down the road. That'll be great when we have hoverboards. But listeners, it's very important that we do our next segment with, with great care because this was suggested to, to me by Brian Thornton. And, uh, there were some bold statements made and it's time for that kind of nerd to give a topic, a product, whatever the third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. 
Brian, tell us what's on the docket today for the nerd degree. Gentlemen. Yes, sir. I was thinking about, uh, you know, the last uh, episode where, you know, there was some snide remarks made about uh, CJ's terrible idea for a board game. And I said, and I even kickstart board games. And I said to myself, I have not opened my Kickstarter app in a while. Let me take a look, see if there's anything I can uh, kickstart. And uh, thus on my feed showed the Morris Zero. The ultra-fast countertop tumble dryer for any home. Essentially, it is a dryer that you put on your counter <laughs> and it dries your clothes in 15 minutes. It has some sort of evaporation technology. That, vacuum uh, technology. That, yes, vacuum technology that will suck all of the moisture out of your clothing mm -hmm. without the need for any sort of vents. Without the need to run up a crazy expensive electric bill, without any sort of complicated installation or waiting forever, you put a small load into this countertop dryer and it dries it in 15 minutes and you're good to go. And I said to my friends on this podcast here, I think I found the next Foldy Mate. That is, and that's that's bold, as we've discussed. It was quite bold. I got very excited. This could go with my said foldy mate, and I can remove the giant dryer that I have, put my foldy mate in there, and then just have this on my counter. So, so Josh, I'm going to let you do your your rebuttal. I just want to bring up one fact, which goes right for it. The, their claim is with vacuum right technology, it was, was sucking the air out at an air pressure of six percent. The Boiling point, right? To, to get to the boiling point of water is only at 100 degrees, right? Which what, isn't that the fucking boiling point of, of water? No, not, not, not unless you're measuring Celsius. Oh, OK, Celsius that's that's where my brain flipped. OK, so it's 100 degrees rather than, than your, your lovely 200 there. But, Josh, you, you brought up one point that is it's ventless. So here's my problem. Truly uh, and, and genuinely, like, I would love for this product to be a thing that works. Uh <clears throat> But even if you have a boiling point, okay, where it's going to superheat these clothes to where the water evaporates, you have condensate. And this has no drainage whatsoever. It actually does. Ah, Wait, ah. Ah. If you scroll further down, uh, there is actually an entire uh, section that says mold problem, no problem. So its ventless design effectively prevents mold growth in your home. Instead of disposing water into the air by ventilation, there is a detachable water tank that collects and stores the moisture evaporating from the clothes, and then you would pour right. that down the sink. So the mildew will just build up in that in it's, that tank it's down there. Mold, it's no, it's mold protective. There's no mold or mildew building if, up in there. Brian, if there's water, if there's any moisture of any kind, there will be mildew. I do not believe you, sir. This is the future. I'm telling you right now. So if there's water of any kind, there's going to be. They already showed this off. They showed this off at CES. Is this year. for babies? Like, is this small? <laughs> is this dryer? a school for, for baby it's clothes? For small loads. Is this for my is this for my dish towels? So, Josh, OK, looking at the size of this of this actual device here, hopefully not in the FAQs. How many shirts do you think this thing could hold? How many of my shirts or how many? Baby how, shirts? how many adult shirts could it hold? Two. This is saying four to five. False. No. I'm I'm looking at it and I'm telling you I know the size of my shirts. Two. I feel. And you, you know what wrong, would sir. happen? 
that tray would be completely filled with water and mildew. The the prototype demo is working off of a man's uh, shirt size extra large, and they're saying it's going to fit four to five. And I wear a two X, so two. My my point is, wait a second, four to five. This also says Actually, ventless. But if you go to the Kickstarter video and go to minute, there, uh, there, go to there, one there, minute there is a little vent on the There's back. Vents. Yes. You can't say it's so, ventless. There's so vents. Is it venting or is it not? I don't like any of this. I can get it in lava gray. Why is this guy sniffing his clothes? Because they smell so fresh from being dry from the Mars Zero, Joshua. Do you see this dirty water that this guy's dumping into his sink? Josh. If I can dry my shit in 15 minutes and just go, isn't Brian, is it isn't your mantra take back your time? If this you, is taking back my time, is. if you took your two shirts that'll fit in this piece of shit, it's gonna fit six of them. If you took your five shirts that'll fit based on the maximum parameters that they stated, four to five. If you put your five shirts after washing them into a regular dryer at medium, they'd be done in 15 minutes. Nah. How many shirts are we talking? Five shirts. Mm, I don't believe you. It's like a nothing load. There's nothing in there. I put the smallest load in my dryer. Still takes an hour and a half. Well, I mean. All right. So listen, here's, here's what I'm, here's what I'm noticing. And I need this dryer. That's my point. I'm really curious about this. This sounds like we're at a crossroads. So using the standard met- metric of, uh, of measure that we always do for every single time we do the nerd degree, where does this fall on our scale? How much do I have to do the Kickstarter? It's already met its goal. But, oh, so here's the deal. They they were asking for a goal of $50,000. They're at $481,000. They have 100, uh, 1,463 backers with 18 Clearly days to go. Clearly I'm not the only one who thinks this is a great idea, Josh. Of this, pro- of this podcast. Get on board. I think you're... Your 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 claim of next foldy mate that's 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 a bold move, Cotton. I don't know if it's gonna pay off. Maybe not the next, but maybe a partnership. It's a it's like it's like when the Exxon Mobil merger happened. Well, Josh, here's my question. I have I have one more thing for you before we rate it, and and we haven't discussed that, so I, I'm hoping you haven't browsed around too much. Retail value of this product. What is the retail value of this product, or what should it be? I mean, if I'm if you're buying it off, you're you're at you're at Best Buy, and they're like, "Hey, here's this thing that does this stuff." I'm assuming I'm assuming if I don't get in on it, it's going to be like six hundred bucks. Okay, so it retails retail for five hundred and forty nine dollars. Uh, if you do their early pledge, the early birds, it's two ninety nine. So you say two hundred and fifty dollars. Brian, you can get a whole new dryer for less than two ninety nine. I need- no for less than the retail price. Oh yeah, Gosh, yeah, yeah. I need room for my foldy mate. You will have room for your foldy mate. I don't think you heard my grand plan of putting my foldy mate where my dryer is and using this on my countertop. It's a partnership. Synergy. You're going to dry four shirts at a time? I'm going to dry seven at a time. This will not do this seven. This won't do seven. I will, I will push it to seven. It, no. It do six. No, you can't. All about pushing the max limit. It was pretty clear Four to about five is pushing the limit. You can't Barely doing five. Now. Like, there's no, no way. No, there's no way seven's going to work. I think it's drive. a neat little device, all right? Okay. I'm not saying so, it's sir, the all to end all. Sir, please. Foldy mate still rules all. I'm just saying it's a neat little I, device. No, I was told, ladies and gentlemen, here's the next foldy mate. I have text messages. I have the receipts to back that up, Brian. Yeah, so you better rate this in our standard unit of measure. This is real simple. Um, this is me being uncomfortable all goddamn day because my shirts are fucking damp. That's the that's but, that's but, the rating. But no, your the, your shirts will not be damp, sir. 
Mm. This is me. You want to bet? Enjoying my fresh linens, <laughs> wearing, sniffing them in my kitchen on, off of my countertop. This, this is me sitting in, in a shirt, which which is dry now, but I don't think it was dry when I folded it. And it's got that <laughs> it's got that smell. But like, I mean, it's fine. But like, yeah, it smells it's, like mildew. But I'm going to line up my fresh right. linens along the countertop and just snort them. <laughs> do, a gonna, line so of, do a line fresh. of polos. All right. Uh, listen, this I, I'm 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 actually shocked by this. I, I'm not sold. Uh, this is, I don't think this is the next fold to meet. No, Josh doesn't sound like this is the next fold, but but he's no. way against this more than I am. And yeah. Brian's for this. I think we got the full spectrum of. Yeah, I don't really know. And fuck no. So uh, listeners, this is when it comes down to you. Right. You, you, you've got to break the ties on this one. Someone just got to tell us. Did Brian make the right call or is the. I may, I may have shot my 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 washer load a little early. I was really excited when I just saw the headline. Uh, you really, you really listen. Did you put your reputation on the line for this one? You said the next folding mate. Listen, as I said earlier, please pay attention to your podcast feed for our spoiler cast for Game of Thrones, featuring the one and only Craig Newcomb. Uh, excited to have him back since we haven't done it in like two years uh, with him. So uh, please uh, check out your feed for that. All right, listeners, thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood and your drive to work. And for those of you who have caught that, yeah, I said it. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. All right, listeners, buckle up for this one. This week's dinner uh, was at the very top of the show. Before we even introduced a segment, uh, I uh, Brian said something very hilarious and very funny. I then just lost my shit entirely, and I uh, couldn't get through the uh, first eight minutes of the show. I was laughing so hard. So please enjoy our uh, tomfoolery in this week's stinger. <laughs> listeners, I just want to let you know. Uh, no, never mind. I'm gonna tease Did that you call them listen nerds? Because that's what they should. Oh, be my God. How have we oh, not done that? Oh, man, you did it again with the <laughs> coining of <laughs> <a> phrase. <laughs> Jesus yes. Christ, dude, that's so smart. To all our I listeners. Know. Listeners. Oh, my God. It took 201 episodes, <laughs> but you didn't. I got it. I finally did it. Oh, my gosh. My misspeaking gave you a great idea. Oh, More genius. Oh, my this God. This is why someone, we co-found things. Someone fucking we should co-found more things. Now. Oh, my God. Listeners. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I wish we would have had that when we wrote the theme song. Oh. CJ, fucking write it down before you forget <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm writing it down right now. Hold on. <laughs> Best trademark, Ricky Bobby, Ricky Bobby Enterprise. Not to yes. be reused without express rank set, Ricky Bobby, Ricky Bobby Enterprise. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, nerds. It's so good. Show's over. Six minutes, 45 seconds. I think we're good, right? <laughs> All right. I think I'm we can wrap up on this. There's no need. I, there's no need. We can't top that, can we? Can we top that? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm still stuck on it. Listen, nerds. Ah, it's so good. Should I should I just say that, Slakey? Just don't just even start, like. Just start just saying don't even, it. Just start making it part of the vernacular. All right, listen, nerds. It is time now to start off this show with our favorite sm- segment. Smegment. Oh my Somebody, god. Somebody's gonna be like smegma. Wait, you know smegma is the part of like the no. phlegm that's like kind of hard. Did he say listeners or listen nerds? Because it's hitting my. Cerebellum and it's bouncing. It's really like the Laurel Yanni thing. I'm this not sure. If, I'm not sure what he Yanni. said, but it's it when it bounced into my eardrum, it it just sort of ricocheted, and it wasn't right. <laughs> 
then there was some serotonin and, and some endorphins, <laughs> and I liked it. So let's do that again. Oh, also, schmegmas. Right? We, could, we could do the schmegmas. <laughs> Our favorite schmegmas, you know? You smear them on the schmegles, and then you eat them with your seltzer. <laughs> and you blow up like a hot air balloon, and you burp through it. <laughs> And then we have to clean the room where the fizzy lifting drink was. <laughs> you stole fizzy lifting drink! Oh my god. god. Eight minutes and we haven't started the That's show. That's fine. Fucking stinger. Just <laughs> oh. throw it all in there. That's what I am. I'm just going to have to be. Well, here it is. This is how we started. It got nothing else. I'm going to have another disclaimer. I'll have you know. <laughs> This, this, is how this entire stinger took place before we even started the episode. <laughs> this is what I deal with. Before I could get past, we got the introductions done and then we fell apart. Oh, we broke CJ again. <laughs> Look, he's broken. <laughs> it's okay. It's a holiday weekend, people. We're a little crazy. It's a three-day weekend. Three days. If anyone's found my shit, could you let me know? <laughs> no, I, I'm not sure you'll be able to locate it for several I days. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's right. kind of a small closet, <laughs> though, so who knows? <laughs> the human torture was denied a bank loan. All right. <clears throat> What's the teeth, the lips, the... Another <laughs> <laughs> crook. All right. <laughs> All right, listeners, let's start off with our favorite segment where we take a look at the world of comics, see what's affecting TV, see what's affecting movies. God damn it! <laughs> it's, like, it's like he knows he's getting away with something. He's like, this is my secret. No one's going to know it. Help me, and like he's just trying to get through it. He's like that. He's like that. He's like when like one of your kids was like seven or eight, and you told them a secret. Don't tell mom. It's like at church when you tell a what? joke and you're not allowed to laugh. And then and then mom, and then mom's sitting there like, oh, he fucking knows something. What do you know that you're not saying? And he's like nothing. It's like when you find out the new slang word and you kind of slide it into a conversation in front of a teacher and hope that they don't notice. Yeah, so I just uh, I yeeted that across the hallway. Did you just yeet? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you, did you yeeted it? Yeet? Did you yeet you yeeted good? That's good. All right, I'm going to okay. do it. Here we go. <clears throat> I tell you, I'm not giggling already. <laughs> <laughs> Is that already giggling? <laughs> This is going to be the longest podcast we've ever done. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's going to be the all stinger episode because CJ just can't get his shit together. Oh, it's so hot in this closet. <laughs> I just want to be. Done. <coughs> Seriously, I just I need to step out for a moment. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't let this hard in oh, a while. Uh, <clears throat> all right <clears throat> all right here we go <laughs> i'm gonna do it and if not i'm gonna figure out a way to cut it so i can i can just do it <clears throat> i want you to stand up i want you to shake all the silly out <laughs> cj just shake it all out <laughs> all right listen nerd it is time that's eating now my nose is snotty it's not coming out right <clears throat> oh, all right listen nerds it is time for our favorite segment where we take a look at the world of comics see what's affecting tv see what's affecting movies but most of all how is it affecting brian Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Whoo! Consummate Pro. Whew. Right there. <sighs> Only took 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so Adidas you is celebrating. You be a, a stand-up comedian. You'd just be laughing at your own jokes uh, the entire uh, Dude, that's time. what I do in real life. <laughs> I know. 